Hello and welcome to the Fence End Podcast. Simon here with Fraser and Liam. How are we? Very good. Am, yeah, it's all weirdly good. Because we are it. top of the league. Yeah. I know, I just love saying Oxford are top of the league. We should say early on in this podcast, <laughs> we're not getting carried away. And I'm going to be a lot more negative than I am on my <laughs> podcast. Um, but it is nice to sort of say and to see and... Um, and just to like get messages from friends and, and stuff going, you're top at the minute. Like, yeah, I know, but there's a long way to go. Yeah, shut up. But also <laughs> tell me again. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, can I can I also say early on, apologies to everyone who's really bored of my voice. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Um, I, thank you to the people on Twitter who asked me to do more games. <laughs> um but yeah, it was it was a weird experience, and it was really difficult not to grab the mic at some point and say out the PA PA, PA system uh, when I felt the ref had made a bad decision or, <laughs> or, or or start a little weird top of the league. Um, and I did ask Nathan before the game if Greg Lee scores, can I say, and his second goal for Oxford United. <laughs> but, um, it, Nathan's. Nathan said it's up to me, but his face definitely said, do not do that. Don't do that. I mean, it'd be probably worth it. They'd never ask you back, but it's a way to go out. Yeah, I was thinking, actually, it would go viral, potentially, yeah. and then, you know, that's good for the club. No press, yeah, bad a... press. Mm. Anyway, what a game. Absolutely. I thought first half, absolutely fantastic, apart from we didn't put the ball in the, in the net enough. And then second half, they came back into it, but it, it, we we rallied and, and got the result in the end. But yeah, all in all, a fantastic performance. So many different man of the matches, man, mans of the match, man of the matches, mans of the match, well, men of the match. Men of the match, yeah. That's it, yes. Um, Tyler Goodrum gets it, but McGuane could have got it. Elliot Moore could have got it. It was, yeah, so many fantastic performances. Really unusually, I think pretty much everyone except Cameron Brannigan could have got it. <laughs> And he was mm. the one having an off day. And I think it was someone after the match said, I don't think Oxford have been in the position since we've had Brannigan, really, that he can have an off day and we win. But everyone else was having an on day. So instead of it being one of those games where he drags us through it and we get a result, it was the other way around. And that's incredibly refreshing to see. I mean, yeah, that terrible run last season, he was the only player we were really looking at to offer any sort of hope that's, that we might get a result that day. But um, yeah, it is great to see that he's not just carrying everything now um, and that he, um, you know, you don't want him to have an off day, but that he can have them and that we um, we don't just collapse. I've got to say, I had the sinking feeling. I wasn't at the game, but I saw when Charlton equalised, I thought, oh, you know, I know we'd won three in a row. And I thought, well, a draw's not too bad. I'd gone into that mindset then. I thought, well, that's not going to be... You know, disastrous. We can sort of, you know, kick on from there. But it was really on Oxford. We found a winner, and that's a really good sign, I think, for the season going forward. We kind of didn't just collapse then, or just think, well, we'll take the point here. This is a good point against. Okay, yes, yeah, I haven't started very well, but Charlton are usually going to come good, aren't they? And you know, well, we know well that they've got new owners and um, they've got they've got a decent squad there. And Charlton gave us a good game actually. Um, they they were no mugs at all. Um, again, I know their record looks quite bad this season, but they I th- I think they'll they look like they'll be all right. You know, they look like they'll they will come good. They uh, it won't be uh, Dean Holden <laughs> who, no, will, no. who will oversee that now. 
um we've we've uh, got got him got him the boot but... it's interesting listening to because i when we actually win a game i really like invest in those highlights and um like listen back to the pre-show and and wasn't at the game and stuff like that but i also um looked at the charlton podcast that they recorded live the next morning and in it they say oh it's not looking good for holden he's probably got like maybe four or five games to turn it round but it would be stupid to get rid of him before the end of the transfer window <laughs> and then <laughs> 12 hours later <laughs> um it's it's just sort of a bit bizarre there there is something a bit in his post match interview he sort of says, look, I'm not going to make any excuses and then makes a load of excuses, says that they should have had a, a penalty, um, says that our first goal shouldn't have stood, our second goal shouldn't have stood and does just keep making these excuses. And it just felt a bit like a lot of interviews we heard last season. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's just sour grapes, really, isn't it? I, I, I mean, you deservedly lost, I'm afraid. And um I'm getting my back up now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going to be nice about him because he he had the boot, but you know if you're going around saying rubbish like that, well, um, I mean, most that, of their fans completely disagreed with what he was saying. Yeah, <laughs> if, um, if that's any consolation. And like you say, Liam, as we did with with Robinson last season, when it's going so badly for you, you 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 have a much kind of lower tolerance of. Um, manager's crap or or kind of skewing of things a bit to make themselves look a bit better and it and the situation to not look as bad but um you know i get it they're in a job they need to keep a job and and you know you're gonna you're gonna do things like that but yeah um and talking to managers you know our own manager is is just absolutely smashing it really isn't he i mean there were a lot of um a lot of us you know, wondering what that appointment might bring and, and the, all the talk about he wasn't in charge of transfers at MK Dons and that's where their success was. But, um, you know, the I know the theme running through this should be let's stay grounded and I totally agree with that. But, I mean, when did we last start as well as this? I don't know. I don't know when we last had this many points this early in a season. I know someone who does oh, know. Actually, <laughs> I just thought, is it is it that first season in non-league? It probably is, isn't it? Because we started that very well. Probably. I mean, the last time we were we were top of a division was 12th of August 2017, after two game the first two games under Pep Clotet. Uh I mean that didn't last. Um you kind of get the feeling this has perhaps got a bit more of a of a grounding in 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 decent League One footballers than than we had under Pep. Um, yeah, I think under Pep there was we always knew it was a false position. Mm-hmm. The fact that we were doing well, we didn't know how that was happening, and then the results stopped coming and the performances stayed as bad as they were. Yeah. Um, whereas this, I, there's something in me that it, it like. I, I don't like that we're when we're playing this way, we're not going to smash a team off the park. So I I feel like if you look at how well we've played in the last three games and we've won two one three one two one, I want to be able to relax and enjoy a game at some point. <laughs> <laughs> um, my watch keeps going off every like three times during the game against Charlton, saying. Uh, we think you're standing still, but your heart's gone above 120. 
Yeah. And that is, yeah, it's it's, it's not healthy. <laughs> yeah, I was say. Well, and you're that's when you're not doing anything. You're just you're just sitting. Just well, it, I was standing in the PA box the other day, so right, you know okay. that's slightly different. And it's I just got to say, it's really difficult to celebrate like you do any goal when Goodrum scores the winner. Five minutes to go, you you beside yourself, and you're like that. Right, okay, compose yourself, get the script back out. Read it off. Don't get too carried away. Don't say, you know, effing this and effing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think you will agree with this. Are you, because I'm one of these people, are you one of those people who despises when a penalty gets awarded and everyone goes mad celebrating? What yes. are you mm. doing? Right? Yeah. Nothing has happened yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I I don't like that. I don't. Yeah. I Also, as as much as you cheer when you get that goal in the 85th minute, I'm then just terrified for the next, you know, like, I'm like, oh, it's going to, he's going to add on at least 18 minutes and then we'll play 26. It's, yeah. it's going to be horrible. So Simon, stats wise, you're the, you're the stat man today. That's when we were last top. Yes. Yeah. What else, what else can you give us? Give us more so, stuff. So four games in a row that we've won. Um, the last time that happened was in the 2020, 2021 season. Uh, which was the behind closed doors season. Yeah, so we didn't even um, see it. So we didn't see that. I mean, that included the the win down at Plymouth with the the uh, the fantastic Sam Long goal. Um, it was that was oh, in the middle it. of that run. So so it's yeah, it's been a while since we've we've reeled off four on the trot. Um, it's been even longer since we've been top of the division. Um, so yeah, it's it, it is an unusual feeling. I, I'm not sure if they pre. I think the top of the table possibly predates no i was going to say it predates the pod it doesn't quite um but it goes no, we back were... a long way you know february the... 2016 i think yeah yeah so it's but but uh so it's six months after that we were no 18 months long time um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah six years six years since we were top of the table and a lot's That's happened mad. in that time you know and obviously it's been a good start to the season my wife said to me the other day um, are you sure you haven't just had a, an easy set of fixtures? And and we genuinely haven't. No. Of those five games, you would you would say on paper, we're going to win the first two and then struggle in the next three. And if we've got seven points at the end of those five games, that's probably an okay return. Um, obviously, that's not how it went. And, and therefore, we need to be extra cautious in the next month where you look at the fixtures... And who have we got? Uh, I know it's Port Vale, Lincoln. We've got Fleetwood at some point, Stevenage at some point, and Exeter. Um, so those are the five games. Pre-season, you'd probably look at those and go, you can, if if 15 points came from that, you would, you mm. would sort of accept that. But you look in the next two, a sixth and fourth. Exeter have also started really well. Um, there is no easy game. Yeah, yeah, Stevenage as well. Yeah, because they were they were nine off the first three, weren't they? Yeah. Um, it's everyone's doing <laughs> not doing what they it, expected. It seemed for a while in League One there was kind of an old guard, you know, Sunderland, Ipswich, Sheffield Wednesday, you know, those kind of clubs. And now that you know they're, they're sort of all out of the division, um, I think clubs like like ours and um, you know, Exeter and those kind of club are, are sort of smelling blood, perhaps, and can see an opportunity to 
this this point's been made a lot, but League One is likely to be a lot more open this season than it, it has in previous years. There's not so many of those bigger clubs, you know, clogging up the top. Um, Derby, I think they did get a win at the weekend against Peterborough, but they've not had as good a start as they'd hoped. Barnsley haven't either. Two teams that you know that that we've beaten. Um, so yeah, I think I think it's this is this is a. It does feel like this is an opportunity this season to for for one of the other clubs who you know aren't that lot to to perhaps achieve something. I say all that actually. Plymouth won the league last year, didn't they? So they mm, yeah. And I <laughs> they... think you've got to really look at Luton and and say mm. why not? Mm, no, you know why on. why can't we go up? And if we go up, why do we have to be relegation favourites next season? It, you know, it's it's there to play for. It's there to get. And and what you can say about our club is not only have we started well, but the foundations are good as well. Obviously, we bang on about the training pitch all the time, but the transfer window we've had, um, which I know we'll come on to transfers um, in a bit, but we've we've had an absolute banger. Those those ten players we brought in, um, and then Manning said that he wants another one this week. And obviously, there are rumours around surrounding different people. I think this person would be good. I think that person would be good. I think if you look at the 10 that we've got, whoever they think is the, the right 11th, I think we've probably got to give them the benefit of the doubt there. Mm. Yeah. But what what can we possibly question? I mean, you, you, you know, there's we have to trust what's what's happening at the moment. Um, and it, it it doesn't feel like it's been in this good of a place for for such a long time. And on on the stats that Simon was given, if I could just chuck two facts in that I found when I was looking at stuff before we recorded. So we reached the 12-point mark uh, on Saturday, which last season we didn't reach until the 15th of October. So that was the 26th of August we did it this year. And this one was mad. I didn't realise this. That was our fourth league win which is just over a third of all of our league wins last season. So we got 11 league wins in 22-23. And what? before September, five days before September, we've just we've just gone over a third of that number. So, um, yeah, it's looking all right. <laughs> yeah, I've got to say, funny I'm you still mentioned... waiting for the next 38 points. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the same thing. No, yeah. I, I'm fantastic, Mr. Ox. Hi, if you're listening mentioned as well he missed quite a lot of games last season for various reasons and I'm I don't know if Saturday's game was uh in terms of home games he'd seen more home wins this season than he saw the whole of last season or or whether it was home and away but it, it was some, one of the two he's seen more either more home wins or more wins in total than he saw us in in the whole of last season so that's I've, that's I've equaled the home wins this season from, uh, yeah, um, from last, last season. season. Obviously, I go away for Panto, and then oh, no, I don't. got <laughs> I got adult Panto as well. So be careful what retort <laughs> you get. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but I I got some of those Lucky Ox beers. Um, I got a case of those, and I thought, oh, every time I watch us win, I'm going to have one of those. Um, and then once I'm through the case, we're at least 36 <laughs> points in. Like, I had two before the end of the season. <laughs> They're out of date. Then, <laughs> then when we were safe, I drank the other two. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just... Well. Yeah, it's all right. Um, it is just... Uh, oh, and if the people that make it would like to send the fence, <laughs> drop, a, drop, a, drop us a DM and we'll, yeah. we'll arrange... Uh, yeah. Um, 
yeah, it's just it's it's madness how this season have has sort of started. And I guess you've got to look at those clubs that were struggling last season and don't have the funds to get a better squad, have a more settled squad so they'll start the season better. Those clubs, and I, I probably put Barnsley, oh no, the Barnsley haven't made enough changes, that's part of their problem, but Derby, Charlton, Portsmouth, Bristol Rovers have made a lot of changes and they need those players to settle. And so they haven't started so well, but you expect they'll come good at some point. We're sort of the in-between, where we got such good business done early that we've hit the ground, not necessarily running, but at a steady jog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's it's about keeping that up now. Um, but it it's also meant that where normally in, in the past we've been able to say, yeah, we've got a great starting eleven, but what if we get too many injuries? He's been rotating. He has been bringing players in and changing players. We we finished the game with three of our starting back four off the pitch. We we wouldn't have we wouldn't have expected mm-hmm. Lee Negru and uh, Stevens to be in that back four. That's not what we set up the season with. So, you know, to be able to make these changes and still get the results this early on is promising. Absolutely. And I, I, just taking it back a little bit to to underwhelmed wasn't quite the right phrase, but when when um, Liam Manning came in last season, there was quite a bit of, is he the right, is he going to be the right man for last season's job? You know, he, he'd only had the sort of season and a half in, in league one before, but I think he's, he's, I mean, it's a long way to go, obviously, but I think he's proved a lot of people wrong in terms of the 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 way that we dealt with the end of last season, but absolutely how we've started with this season. And you're, you're so right. The recruitment's been fantastic in that he's identified players along with the recruitment. You're right. That, that can rotate. And, and we're, we're seeing, you know, the benefit of that, we're, the high intensity that we're playing at is, is great because, you know, somebody who puts it in one week is is on the bench the next. So, you you know, you're not asking players to do 90 minutes of, or 90, 100 minutes of solid running every week. It's been fantastically rotated um, and, and, and it's worked, fanta- you know, really well so far. Yeah. And, and by rotation, it's this player for that player. It's mm. not, we're going to play Marcus Brown as a number nine. Yeah. Even though that's not his natural position, we're going to play Billy Bowden up there. We're going to. That's mm. not this rotation. This is, no. as you say, like Mills like. had an absolute cracking game against mm. Barnsley, and then is on the bench next game. Yeah. For all we know, Goodrum could be on the bench next time if he if he keeps mm. swapping those rounds. That's absolutely fine because it's sort of bringing the best out of them, and and perhaps that's half the reason McGuane is now performing like he is because he's got the shirt and he knows that McEachran's there and Smith's there. And mm. both of them are incredibly able and able to step in. Yeah. And it's interesting, going back to Brannigan's performance on Saturday, was, you know, of, of the players on the pitch, probably, you know, the, the least, you know, points, you know, if you're giving, you know, points for, for performances. And it, it, it's, again, that kind of the recruitment is, okay, you're, you're no longer head and shoulders above everyone else, which you may have been over the last couple of seasons. You've been that standout player, You've been the heartbeat of the team and all of that sort of stuff. Actually, the recruitment, we've brought in players that are as good as him 
and and he's he's going to have to fight for his place, which is great. You know, it's not. Yeah. We, no, no one's place should be assured. It 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 should be down to performance. Um, he had an off day. I'm sure he'll come back. You know, and and be back to his usual high standards. Um, and if he's not, there's there's the quality to step in for him, and you know, it it might be that he's he's the one to miss out, which would be remarkable based on the last sort of two or three, four, five seasons, however long he's been here. He's always been someone you can go eight out of 10 every week. You know, he's yeah. going to give you absolutely everything and, and likely score goals here, there and everywhere. And yeah, to, to see that level drop a little bit, or maybe it was just the fact that he was at, instead of an eight, he was a seven, whereas everyone was eight and nine on Saturday it was that sort of performance and uh yeah. yeah I mean he wasn't he wasn't dire he did nearly give them one hell of an assist early doors yeah. <laughs> um but but yeah maybe it was just everyone else was was outplaying yeah. him because uh, he he's still you know won a, a couple of free kicks and mm. um that that one that he absolutely blasted at the keeper and and Harris was closing in but mm. just was at the wrong angle to get on the end of it um, he was still creating, and he was still, Absolutely. you yeah. know, part of the system. But it, it was it was incredible that he wasn't our standout man. It was, mm. uh, of course, Tyler Goodrum's going to get man of the match. He scored two. He got the winner, um, and it, and and that's how it goes, isn't it? Yeah. And and yeah. not just that. The first one was a cracker, but you know, you, you could pick out so many, like McGrain, Everyone picked out. Negri was solid again. Moore was mm-hmm. very good in control of everything. Stevens, what a way to come in and, and hold your own. Brown, yeah, he went off. It wasn't performance related, though. There were so mm-hmm. many good performances. And and Mills, when he came on, yeah. absolutely brilliant again. Um, yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, I always feel bad moaning at referees, but there was it was one patch of play, I think, he just decided, I'm not going to give a free kick here. And mm-hmm. they went in for four or five proper lungy scissor tackles, late, high. It yeah. was, and, and they were getting the ball each time. And so he wasn't blown for a free kick. But very early on, I think in the, in the first or second minute, Tyler got a very slight nudge in the back and he gave a free kick. And I, I said to um, Paul, who was, who was stood in the, the box with me, Oh well, he set the marker there, hasn't he? It's going to be—he's going to be blowing up and, mm. and giving free kicks for everything. They're so inconsistent, and as I've said many times, they're there to protect players. When there are tackles flying in like that, that is not what they're doing. I don't yeah. know why I ended up on referees there, but I did. <laughs> no, absolutely fine. Yeah, no, there we go. No, it, you, you're right. It, it was the inconsistency that that I think uh, you know um, frustrates fans. You, you see something happen. And, and a player will get a, a booking that you think, like, yeah, that's soft. And then something else will happen. And you think, well, that's got to be a booking and and, and it's not. And it's, yeah, it does get, does get, uh, get frustrating. Should we move on to, uh, well, we talked about sort of the recruitment over the summer. Um, and yep. does, you kind of get the feeling it's not finished yet. They were, I think, uh, in the post-match interview, he, he mentioned probably one or two coming in. Um We've not really had the 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 our players being heavily tipped to go elsewhere. In in previous seasons, it's usually Cameron Brannigan going to Blackpool. That's usually the you know the 
and the, a defender uh, against rumor. Bristol City. Yes, yes. <laughs> Um, so really, the, there was a, a bit of talk about Stefan Negru being scouted by by Brighton. Um, that's perhaps a bit uh, of a of a stretch there, but there doesn't seem to be much in the way of players going out. Certainly, the money that the club are looking to potentially spend, if if rumours are to be believed, on Jack Marriott. That that money isn't the you know the the problem. Um, obviously, Brannigan's signed a new contract last summer. So there's, if he does go, that's got to be a bigger, probably a bigger bid than last summer's bid would have been because he's on a longer contract now. Um, and, I, you know, the who who are we thinking coming in? Like I say, Jack Marriott's been mentioned um, once or twice and, and Ryan Longman as well. Um, maybe with Marcus Brown's injury, keeping him out for more than just a couple of weeks, it, it seems. Um, do we perhaps think... That we we that centre forward is is a position I think everyone agrees we we probably do need some backup and maybe an attacking midfielder wide man to to kind of cover from Marcus Brown. Yeah, I think it it depends if if for example Marriott came in, does that mean that you're looking at Perkins covering that winger role until Brown's mm-hmm. back, um, or? I mean, if you can have both, have both. I was listening to the dub earlier and they were talking about it potentially pushing Gats further down the list. And uh, I think it was Perkins said, uh, sorry, Perkis said that having four strikers when you're playing one up top isn't unusual. It's just because last season we're used to having Joseph having to play there and mm. then Gats coming on and Smith sat on the bench for the end of the <laughs> the end of the season just because yeah. we're only used to having two doesn't mean having four is wrong or an issue especially when you take into account we've got the EFL trophy we've got um obviously we're out of the Carabao Cup but we'll have other games where um we will rotate that squad where other players will fit playing that match more and what if someone gets injured you've got mm. to have those backups and we do in other positions so why wouldn't we up top and I think a, a, an, an experienced centre forward, you know, um, we talked about that rotation and, and and the players that we've got pretty much, you know, at least two for every position now. You know, Mark Harris is the only experienced centre forward in the club. Gatlin at O'Donk 24 done, Yeah, well. yeah. Not at, not at No, 30. true. Yeah, he's not played hundreds of games and, uh, you know, um, absolutely. And, and Gatlin's one for the future doing fantastically now he was thrown in last season because he had to he was you know and, and has done brilliantly again he's what is he 18 he's just coming up 19 I think it's and if Perkis uh, Perkins sorry I've got it the wrong way around <laughs> <laughs> you know he's another one that's only played a few games out you know here and there he's he's there's no experience there so I think Marriott would be or a you know a another of that kind of experience that kind of level that that can allow you to then rotate him and Mark Harris, you know, and 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 you're bringing on one of those two against the tyrant defence, and uh, and that would be fantastic to have. And then, yeah, maybe maybe Perkins is the cover for for Marcus Brown at the moment. If we're not looking to spend huge amounts, maybe a six month loan from from someone would be a, would be cover for that. I saw today as well, um, Tarek Fosu. Is uh, yeah, currently unattached. So you know that might be 
Okay, if you don't get anything, I, I, I believe if he's out of contract, he can still sign after the deadline. So yeah, you know, that's true. Perhaps no rush for him yet, but a six-month contract there for for a club that he knows some of the players he would know. I guess yeah, there's, there's probably still a few around from his time here. Might suit suit both of us. Um, so there's yeah, there's... that's that's a route I hadn't sort of looked down. Um, the the. Jack Marriott thing is the the thing I've I've mainly seen a fair few fans say, "Oh, I don't get it." And I my feeling is, even even if I don't get that as a, a signing, we've got to give the club the benefit of the doubt. If you look at the signings we've made, there's a reason they're looking for that. Um, what he can offer. The other thing I've seen about him is people saying, "Oh, well, why why did we let Matty Taylor go then?" They're they're basically the same player. There are five years between them. Mm. Yeah. We're talking Marriott, about five years his junior. Yeah. We'd be Marriott, Marriott is now younger, is currently younger than Matt Taylor was when he joined us. So, exactly. You know, so, it's it, and I think at the time, if if we'd have had to spend half a million on Matty Taylor, I think we'd be probably at the time going, yeah, yeah, that's not a bad signing. You know, he's proven goal scorer. There's a you know a, still plenty in his legs. Yeah. Um it, I think it's a. And like you say, you've kind of got to accept that the, the club have identified, you know, we've had a pretty good transfer window so far, um, you know, and, and and if we do need to spend money, it probably, well, it would be the only money we've spent in terms of transfer fees, I think, so far. It's, you know, it's it's a good one. We've still only paid two fees. Was Max Waltman and Greg Lee mm. are the only players we paid fees for. Um, so, you know, we haven't exactly smash the transfer fees around but you know obviously we're paying wages um but are we are we expecting Josh Murphy to go somewhere that's been um, I, yeah i mean bit. it's difficult to say isn't it um it's been hinted at but i think there was an active let's try and get yannick out and let's see yeah. if josh goes type thing um as opposed to yeah i think it was a we're going to try and get you a club but if we don't with Yannick, then then you're gone anyway. Yeah. Um, whereas Murphy, I think it's probably still asking around, um, which is, I think is a shame because we've seen glimpses of what he can do. You also think with all these um, sort of great players that are coming in, you do stop and think, well, so somebody who's bankrolling this and gives you a bit of worry. But then you have to consider, you know, um, Matty Taylor, Yannick Wiltshire and Jack Stevens are all off the wage bill with quite a few others as well, kind of um, players who didn't feature yeah. as much. Stuart Findlay would have been on yeah. decent, yeah. I would hope. Um, and if if Josh Murphy were to go out as well, it, I mean, I, I don't know for, for a fact, but I, I would imagine he's on fairly good money. So that's all money off the wage bill as well. Um, so, yeah, I think it's uh, it'd be interesting when all the they sometimes publish all the stats at the end of a season, don't they, of who spent what, how much mm. each club has spent. We have obviously are spending some money, aren't we? But, um, you know, it's all it's all ambition to to come out of the division. And if they want to put, you know, half a million down for, for Jack Marriott, this thing, yeah, I agree with you, this thing they're saying about his age, I don't know why that's... They're going on like he's 39 or something. I mean, Well, yeah, <laughs> his age and his style of play, is, it's different to Harris. Yes, it mm. is. Maybe we need that as well. Mm-hmm. Like, as I, I cannot say enough. If Liam Manning says we need him, I'm prepared to say, yeah, we definitely need him then. Right. So, what what do you want from the window? If you had to pick 
one in, two in, none in. Definitely the centre forward. I think that's that's goes you know without kind of saying now. And I would probably then just say one, maybe another loan of a youngster up front. I think that defensively we're looking sound, midfielders looking sound, goalkeeping position looking sound. Just a, a couple more up top, and and no one going out that we don't want to go out. You know, they say if it's Josh Murphy, then I think maybe that's that's good for everyone. We keep Brannigan McGinty on loan. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, keep keeping the players we want to keep. Um, not losing any of any of the the ones we want to keep. Um, and and yeah, centre forward and an, and another pacey winger. That I'd be more than happy with that. If no one came in, would you still be all right? I, I would put it as, let's say, eight out of 10. At the moment, we're eight, eight out of 10 for the transfer window. Yeah, if nothing else happens now, I think we've had a very, we've had a good transfer window. Mm. If we get apps two really good, you know, perfect centre forward, well, perfect, you know, the centre forward at this level that we're looking for and you know, maybe a, a quick winger of some sort, that's putting it at a nine or a 10 for the transfer window. I think it's been that good. I think there's... um. I'd absolutely agree with that. I think there's this this thing, this psychological thing that because there's so much build up towards the end of a transfer window, it kind of feels like the only bit of a transfer window is the last four days. <laughs> Whereas, you know, the 10 players who've come in, it's very easy to forget all of them. And we've had windows, I mean, particularly January ones where like one loan comes in and mm. all this sort of thing. I mean, the 10 who've come in have been amazing. Of course, I would love that that last centre forward position to come in. I'd love Jack Marriott to come in. If Jack Marriott came in and nothing else happened, that would be amazing. Um, it would probably be be good to, for Josh Murphy to, to play his football elsewhere. I just can't see he's going to really get a lot of a look in here. And, and you know, as we discussed, it's, you know, wages off, off the bill. Um, but yeah, if nothing else happened, I, I have to say I would I would still be very happy. That's great. The other thing I wanted to ask is now that it's been so publicly um, sort of announced that Oxford are after Jack Marriott, what do you think is better? Do you think it's better us spending over the odds and proving we're serious when we say we want to sign someone or sticking to our guns and not getting him if the price is too high? Do you think, you know, we're, mm. we're showing we, we're going for this this season and just spend what it takes within reason. I I really don't know what's best. Now everyone knows that we want him. I feel losing face is you know an option and, and do you want to do that? I have no I have no issue at all with Oxford throwing throwing their weight around and showing quite publicly that we're ambitious. Why the hell not? We look we've looked at other clubs do that season after season and thought, wish we were had a bit of that about us. You know, that kind of that will to go and get that that great striker or whatever, and I I don't see why not. We're we're not that club so many times that it feels like we should be once in a while. Why not? Yeah, I think going back to your earlier point, Liam, that whatever happens, we trust the process and we trust the recruitment and we we trust the manager. I think whatever they do will be the right thing, and I don't think they'll get sort of turned over. In the same way, you know, that, that has happened to clubs in the past where, right, we're not going above a certain level. And then... Well, Greg, we're all thinking about yeah, Greg. Yeah, we are. Donald. You know, <laughs> it, it, I, I, I kind of genuinely feel that 
these guys won't do that. They, they'll go, yeah. okay, yeah, we, you know, the, like any kind of uh, negotiation, they've perhaps gone in at half a million expecting that, okay, top will pay is, for argument's sake, 700,000. And if they get to that point and it's still not back and there's still a couple of days to go, they might go, no, thank you, you know, we'll look elsewhere. And like we say, it's not like we're absolutely in need of a centre forward. It would be good to get somebody in as backup because if, God forbid, touch wood, it doesn't happen, but Mark Harris gets injured, we're we're back to relying on a youngster and a, a lone player and players who aren't absolute out-and-out number nines. Um uh, and and maybe that then becomes a loan th- deal that we get in if we don't get Jack Marriott. Um, but it would be nice to get in. <laughs> yeah, and let, let me be clear as well. I totally agree, Simon. We shouldn't we shouldn't smash our budget. We shouldn't break the bank for him. But to Liam's point, should we be publicly ambitious? Absolutely, we should. Mm. I've no yeah. I, I've no reason why we shouldn't do that. I I'm sort of fine with the publicly ambitious. But now that we are, does that make us? Would it be a bad thing if we now don't get him? Not if it's for the right reasons, you know. Yeah. If if, if I'm I looking think... at like Brannigan with Blackpool and so on, yeah. everyone knew that they were after him. Three transfer windows in mm. a row, they didn't get him, and therefore everyone goes, "Yeah, well, he'd rather be at a League One club." What are you doing? Mm. And that's mm. a big, big statement to fans, to other clubs in the league, um, for both us and Blackpool that you, you then have that other side of things where you go, well, now we're that club going, we want Jack Marriott, we put this much down. Yeah. Now we've done that, do we need to get him because of that? That's what I meant to say. Sorry yeah. if I phrased it that No, badly. no, no, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, it, it's kind of, if, if you don't get him, are you then kind of seen as um, not, not a serious player kind of it? Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's a tricky one. It is a tricky one. And he one. will score against us. If we don't yeah. get it, oh, yeah. he will Absolutely. score against us. What I'd also say is what it looks like at the moment is Fleetwood Town are just not going to let us have the conversation. I mean, mm. that's their bag. We Blackpool got as far as talking to Brannigan, who had basically, I think, agreed um, sort of, and then went yeah. back. So that looked more embarrassing on them. But yeah. if we can get at the player, I've mm. got every confidence we can get him. But at the moment, I, I oh, apparently Fleetwood's... Coaching staff are convinced he's not going anywhere, but I don't. Yeah, we'll see. But we've we've heard that before. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. And if the if the owners suddenly see lots of money, you know, in the situation they're in, they're in, yeah. it could uh, that could change uh, massively. Uh, hi Tim. <laughs> hi Tim. <laughs> hi Tim. Right before we like, as I said at the beginning of the pod, we're not going to get carried away with anything, and we're not getting carried away with anything. The league starts to take shape after 10 games. And I remember the season before last, 14 games into the season, Plymouth beat us to go top of the league and were celebrating like they'd won it and then didn't finish in the playoffs. So there's a long way to go. Mm. I'm very aware that there's a long way to go. But what I will say is there are 23 other teams in this league who would rather be where we currently are. We've talked about transfers. We're going to, Probably, possibly, probably do a little kind of as it happens end of the transfer window pod, uh, Liam and myself, um, of on Friday evening when the uh, when the window closes. Um, so we'll do a, a, a little short one there. Um, women's team uh, started the season with a with a defeat in the league uh, and a and a league cup win on on Saturday, 
So drawing uh, the sorry, a drawing there, yeah, absolutely. But it was Apologies. from two nil up, so yes, it, yes, it had that like feel about it. Yeah. Um yeah. sorry, yes, yeah. So a uh a, uh a win in the in the League Cup. So that's always, you know, good to get the uh the season underway with a with a win in in that respect. Doing okay. Um no news yet on on manager replacements. No, they put out the um the job advert on on Twitter amongst other things so you know people can apply if they've got the right licenses and so on um so it'll be interesting to see who comes in um and i think that will show a signal of intent from the board depending mm. on who it is as well that being said i hadn't heard of liam gilbert and he did a fantastic job so yeah you know again who are we to to question <laughs> no <laughs> about high path yeah, I care. I care. Uh, before we go, I think I should say um, I've got. Uh, I'm going to a wedding in Spain in a few weeks, and so I've been on a bit of a not a diet so much, but I've been getting into shape. So I haven't had a, a beer for a little while, and that ends on Friday. So when Simon and I record the record the podcast, <laughs> I will have had a couple of beers Please. after having a few weeks without any. <laughs> oh so, dear. I'd like to apologise in advance. That's always the drunkest you get as well. If you've not yeah, had one for definitely. A while. As yeah. like like two sips in, you're yeah. feeling it. Yeah. So um, I'll apologise in advance. Uh, right. Well, that kind of wraps up the we are top of the league, you know, um, pod. Hopefully, we can say that another again at we some are point top in of the league. league. Yeah. <laughs> in a six years from now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, around yeah. May would be was, quite yeah. nice. Well, that'd be good, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Fraser mentioned earlier, you know, things you want to see before you, you know, you shuffle off this mortal coil and stuff like that. Thank you, Liam, for the birthday wishes. Um, you know, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Deliberately it's, it's, wrong. Anyone listening, um, <laughs> his birthday is actually on Thursday. So I, if you I, want to wish him happy birthday, let's absolutely um, spam his social media. <laughs> <laughs> As as you, as you I, yes, I did point out you were wrong to say I would be very old on Friday because I should be very old on Thursday. Well, yeah. I'm very old now, but you know that's. But that's you'll be very older on Friday. Very, therefore. Yes, and yeah. then Saturday. Oh, it's going to be a nightmare. Plus two. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that South stand up a stair stairwell gets. Oh, that gets hard. Oh no. But uh, anyway, yeah. Well, thank you. This has been fun. Top of the league. It's I lovely. Know. I screenshot this. League, I, love I think when that first goal went in, there was a lot of people getting on the phones going, live, live table, yeah. live table. Well, it's not. Screen grab it. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, it'll be like that until Saturday. So uh, we'll be top in September, which is nice to see. Yeah. Um, but Let's until go. then, until until the, uh, the next game, uh, look after yourselves, look after each other, and we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.